This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. think we're live rich welcome 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 full press cowboys 
Chris Rucker, Rich Davis from SXM, Fox Sports, Cavino and Rich on Patreon. This show is brought to you by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sport wants and needs where you can find any podcast about any football, basketball, hockey team you love. They will have it at FullPressCoverage.com. But today I am joined by Rich Davis. We are talking NFL playoff football. It just so happens. Playoffs? <laughs> Rich's favorite team is playing my favorite team, so why the fuck wouldn't I have him on here? Yo, and by the way, Am I overly excited about all six playoff games this weekend? Probably. I'm, like, way too pumped about this. Like, I can't stop looking at updates. I'm looking at every report on weather, injuries, everything. Like, I'm fired up, dude. I'm fucking ready. I'm excited. Cowboys ain't been in the playoffs in four years. So, it's – and, they, you know, for the first time in I don't know how long, we got a, a actual decent team, not a team that just walked through the regular season. But I feel like Dallas actually has a team this year. So, it's going to be fun. You know, I'm not just saying this because I grew up being a Niners fan, and that Cowboys team in the '90s, when you were a little uh, pumpkin pie haircutted freak, little tight, when you were a little, little schoolboy in the '90s, Emmitt Smith, Aikman, Michael Irvin, Moose Johnson. I mean, that team I hated so much with my heart because you mm. got in the way of the Niners every year, except that one year the Niners got by you. That that was the team I hated more than any other team. But I hate to say it, the team you got now, I don't hate it all. I actually think they're fun to watch. Like, yeah. no, you know, they're not like a, a team I hate. I I was around, clearly. I was like 12, 13. But I, like, I didn't give a shit about football back then as much as I do now. Like It would mean way more now than all three of those did. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm nervous about this game. This is the one game that I didn't want. It was Green Bay and San Francisco, I think, are bad matchups for Dallas. And yeah. so... When all that shit fell the way it did on Sunday, I was just like, oh, great. We got to play somebody with a good running game. And But, you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. I ain't scared of Jimmy G. I know that much. <laughs> by the way, of all your teams, who are your teams, by the way, outside of the Cowboys? I'm a Braves fan. I'm a Georgia Bulldogs fan. That's two for two right there. Well, then you know what? Fuck this. You don't deserve it. No, nah, I will trade them some bitches in in a heartbeat. <laughs> I will trade them in in a heartbeat for a Cowboys Super Bowl. The hell with that. You don't that. deserve this shit, then. <laughs> nah. Well, I'm I'm also a Knicks fan too because I hated Michael Jordan as a kid. Yeah. So John Starks was the first person I ever saw stand up to Jordan. It's like I kind of like that guy, and he's light skinned like me. Yeah, I'm gonna cheer for them. And I've been heartbroken ever fucking since. Well, let me tell you, it's uh, you at least got the Braves. You had Georgia. I I've been out of luck for a while, man. The Mets made it to the World Series and lost, and the 49ers two Super Bowls in the last like fifteen, you know, ten years or so. Yeah. They lost both, and I was at both, so it's, like, even more heartbreaking because the first one, Crabtree in the corner. They held him. I think they held him. Ravens beat the Niners. I walk home like a sad little schoolboy <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> and all the, Bra- all, the, all the Ravens fans were doing that. Dun, 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 dun. So, fuck them. Yeah. And then they're beating the Chiefs two years ago before the vid, 20-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter. I remember going to the bathroom, and I have a picture on my phone. And I'm talking to some old timer. And he's like, yeah, baby, 49ers got this. I'm like, yo, don't you say that. I, I, and I have a picture of him. I'm going to show you right now. There's some dude that I feel like is the jinx of all jinxes. I never even brought this up on Kevin Onrich, but I think I met the jinx of all jinx in Miami for the Super Bowl. Here I am at the game. Here he is, motherfucker. I got him right here. This guy right here. The biggest jinx of all time. <laughs> Well, you took a that's picture right. with him, so that makes you a that's jinx right too. 
because this guy's like, yeah, baby, Niners got this. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to take a picture of you because if this shit goes wrong, I'll forever know that you are the fucking jinx. How many people you think Falcons fans got pictures like that from 28 to 3? I, I got text messages from friends of mine here in Atlanta that were like, we just walked through the playoffs and just beat the shit out of everybody. And I'm like, yeah, y'all did. Like, even I was about to go to sleep. And then they got one touchdown. And then they got oh. another one. Yep. And then it was just like, fuck Tom Brady. Also, not scared of Tom Brady this year. If the Cowboys end up playing Tampa, I am not worried about that at all. You know, I, I was hoping for a first-round Tampa matchup because I think – I think they're beating people just based on the fact that Tom Brady has composure and they got a couple weapons, a little, everyone's a little hurt. Yeah. I think, I think Tampa's vulnerable. They're not repeating. I, I think it's uh Packers or one of our teams. Yeah. I, and oh, I can't stand the Packers and I hope, I hope Marty's watching. I can't stand the Packers. Like I can't, I can't stand Aaron Rodgers and his little smug face and his little, I've been immunized and all this other shit. He said, I just don't like Aaron Rodgers. So no. good at football, right? Like, oh, he's so good. And that's what pisses me off even more is he's so good, and I don't like him. Did you see the uh, the drama and the in, the interview with him as far as him sort of uh, saying that there's no there's no uh, no truth to the idea that he would protest the Super Bowl? Have you even heard that rumor? That stupid story. I, I have heard that, but I mean, it was an Aaron Rodgers story, so I just kept scrolling. Like, there's yeah, no people, point in there, there was a rumor on. that someone close to Aaron Rodgers said, if they make it to the Super Bowl, he's going to protest the game unless they loosen up on the COVID protocol. And he came out and said, yo, that's that's bullshit. I can't think of something more ridiculous or far-fetched or stupid. So he's like, no, nah, I'm playing and I want to win. So What would be the point of that, though? If that's the last game of the season, why would you protest then? Like, Why wouldn't you protest early? Anyway, uh like I said earlier, Rich is from Cavino and Rich, which is on Patreon, and they moved from SXM. How the hell's that going for y'all? I'll tell you what, life is good. Um, if you do if you do the math on like life, as I call it, like if it's like, hey, SiriusXM plus Patreon plus Fox Sports. If I add up all my jobs, they were sort of equaling what I was doing before enough. Same same ballpark where. It just everything's so spread out now, and I hate I hate Patreon. Though, I'll be honest with you, I don't like it. Yeah, I like I, I get it, but I don't like it. I hate the idea that you are so directly related to the customer, where someone could be like, "Well, I don't like what you did, so I'm like leaving." It's like, and then you, so now I'm customer service. Like, no, please give us a chance. Like, <laughs> I, I hate that aspect of it because sort of the fun of doing a radio show or podcast is being able to have conversations with people. Like, imagine Rucker, you were like. Yo, you made fun of me or something. I'm like, yo, yeah, fuck you, Rucker. And you said, all right, well, I'm gonna now I'm unsubscribing. Like, do you want to walk on eggshells around people? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I might unsubscribe if you talk bad about the Cowboys on this one. So, you just See? exactly tra- tra- exactly. tread fucking Cowboys. lightly. I know that man, CD Lamb. I really love him, bro. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got to be different. Um, like I said, we're about to join patreon obviously our show's not like as big as y'all's we have a network of shows that we're gonna do and i'm excited about it like it's that's cool though man yeah it's the entertainment world has changed for sure like it used to be you know get on a big radio station in a big city then that sort of became old news satellite radio is changing you know it's all about podcasting and figuring a way to monetize it yourself in a weird way like no companies want to pay you to do a show everyone wants to figure out how to monetize it themselves Well, fuck them. Let's just podcasting and streaming and it's the way of the new. I mean, 
that's all I listen to while I'm at work now. Like I drive around at work all day long, just podcasting, and podcasting, and podcasting. And so yeah. somebody's doing something right. Like it's, no, it's, and it's it's so much easier too, right? Because you listen to it. I rarely listen to you guys live anymore. Like it's always usually it's the next day when y'all go out on iTunes. I'll listen to it, and I got like a I got a schedule of shit that I listen to from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. And it's like if I'm doing it, I know there's a shitload of people doing it. Yeah, that's fu- that's crazy. You would say that because we look at we could tell who's listening live versus not, right? And it's like such a small percentage of people listening live. So when Kavino Spot and I discuss, like, hey, maybe we'll like start doing the show an hour later, and people are like, no, don't do that. We're like, well, no offense, that the people that would be complaining are like such a like yeah. such a small number of people. Like, you know, it's it's it, honestly. Not many, not many people listen live at all. I'm talking like five percent, ten percent of people are listening live. EJ reads in the chat says he listens live every day. That's my dude. I see his comments every day. I love EJ. Yeah. Reads. EJ's the man. I'm hanging out with EJ in a couple weeks in St. Louis. We're going. Uh, we're talking. going to the Royal Rumble. I fucking remember the first Royal Rumble. I'm old. You know me. I'm old school at wrestling. Like wrestling is something that you're so passionate about now. I used to be your level of passion for wrestling, and yeah. something just happened. I don't know what it was, but yo, when I tell you. I was in it, man. Like, you and I would be doing a podcast right now about wrestling if I stayed with it. I was so into it. I used to listen to Adelphi University on Long Island. They had a college radio station. And they had a weekly Saturday wrestling show. I'd listen to that shit on, like, shitty old radio back when I was a little kid. And they would do all the gimmicks and shit. Like, they would tell you who's who. Like, you know, Axe from Demolition used to be this wrestler who used to be this. And, like, they would – it was, like, the first time, like, a show that I knew – was doing all the behind-the-scenes shit. Like, yo, my, uh, they're making Barry Windham the Widowmaker? Like, shit yeah. like that. And I remember being intrigued. Honestly, I mean, this isn't a wrestling show. We're going to get to football in a minute. But I think yeah. I think all that behind-the-scenes shit is why wrestling isn't as popular as it was now because the fucking fans, like, they know too much, and now they're super critical about every. So on yeah. Boo to the Face this week, we made a tweet about, like, just tongue-in-cheek about AEW and my favorite women's wrestler liked the tweet, so the tweet got more pub. Next thing I know, we're on Reddit. Like people are just talking shit about us, and we don't know fucking wrestling, and and it's just like everybody's too far into it to actually enjoy it now. Yeah, you got to enjoy it, man. Like yeah. honestly, it's you. That's it's it's also a funny feeling too when all of a sudden one of your social media posts gets a lot of buzz, and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, who are these idiots that I don't know or yeah. that don't know me criticizing? Like people nobody's have no yeah. clue about you. I clicked on about 10 or 11 of their profiles. Nobody was following us. None of them had actually listened to us, but your podcast is fucking trash and you don't know shit about wrestling. It's like, oh yeah, well, fucking one of the greatest women's wrestler of all time just fucking came on our show the other day and knows me by name. So fuck you, fat boy. Um, Anyway, sorry. This ain't a wrestling show. Let's talk. You're using the Cavino approach. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk football. Um San Francisco 49ers at Dallas Cowboys this Sunday, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. I'm excited. I don't know a lot about San Francisco's team. I know they were down 17 to nothing to the Rams as I was watching that game. And they had a drive where they just ran the ball like 12 out of 14 plays. Most people don't run the ball to get back into the game. They ran the ball and they basically yep. made Stafford look awful the rest of the game. Tell me something about San Francisco that's going to scare me into why Dallas can't win this game. They have an unconventional run game. Anyone that watches the 49ers, it's not just 
handoff up the middle three or four yards to set up a second and five. A lot of teams use the run game, as you know, to just set up bigger plays. Like, right. hey, yo, you got you got a four to five yard carry from Zeke or Pollard on first down. That's really just setting up like a nice slant or a deeper pass to CeeDee Lamb or something like that. The 49ers do these like they, a lot of little tosses and sweeps and reverses. And at the line of scrimmage, you're seeing a, guy, a man in motion who will, you know, a sweeping handoff, which is a reverse to Debo Samuel. There's a lot of action. And that's why the 49ers are fun to watch. And I, I say that as a homer, but I also say that as just a fan. Like they're fun to watch because they're always they're moving. They're just it's not a boring team to watch. They do run the ball well. And it seems like it's more the system than the running back. As much as I, I don't want to take away credit from Elijah Mitchell. But he's sort of doing what Mostert did when he was healthy, and he's yeah. sort of doing what anyone in this system's done when healthy. Well, I mean, that, that's, that sounds awful like Mike Shanahan with Denver Broncos back in the day, right? Like you yeah. had – how many fucking running backs came through there after TD left and just a 1,000 yards – what was it, Mike, Mike Davis or something like – just a bunch of guys you've never heard of before getting a 1,000 yards with Denver through yeah. the, same, the same system pretty much. Well, if, I, that's why, uh, as, as you could tell – the, the last bad running back early round pick was probably the Giants taking Saquon Barkley because we've realized now we've realized now that you know there's way more value in other players like mm. I, I was looking up something the other day your boy Troy Aikman the guy won three Super Bowls he he played well in the clutch but back then the game was different like yeah. his numbers are awful like if you looked at his numbers now he would be like 28th of the 32 teams like he's awfully bad when it comes to numbers but he was a winner. The game was different. He threw for 20 touchdowns once in his career, Troy Aikman. Mm-hmm. So it was a different game, right? It's a different game now. You, no one's using one back for six. Unless you're Derrick Henry, there's not one guy that's like a 1,500 to 2,000-yard rusher where the offense relies around that, like, one superstar. So I think you're seeing the difference. Like, you know, know what's more valuable? A C.D. Lamb or Debo, uh, Debo Samuel or someone like that? I think Dallas is kind of having that uh... – that same situation with Zeke now. Like, he just – the past couple of years, he slowed down. He he got barely got 1,000 yards this year in 17 I games. Now, he's been injured all season and still playing through it. But even before that, like, you don't see him running away from anybody like you did his rookie year. Like, he's got one or two 20-yard rushes this season. And it's just like yeah. – I mean, he's valuable for – it's third and one. I give him the ball. I know he's going to fall forward for a yard and a half. You're on the goal line, I give him the ball. But he's just – he's not as explosive as he was, and that was a number four overall pick in the entire draft. And here we are five years later, and Tony Pollard's getting the majority of the carries that are better than his. Yeah, and then they have to do that song and dance where they're like, yeah, we're boys, and, like, we compliment each other. Meanwhile, they're like, oh, man, yeah. like, I want all the touch. Meanwhile, Pollard's looking at him like, I'm faster than you. I've been cutting yeah. better than you. Like, I'm averaging think, more you think, than you. You think Zeke wants to give half his carries to another fucking player? I hope he does through the playoffs so we can get to the Super Bowl. But after that, no. I don't know. Uh, let me ask you a dumb question, first of all. You may not know the answer. I, I tried to look it up, honestly, because I was curious. The Cowboys – are they still rocking the traditional at home? They're going to wear their white jerseys. Are the, are the 49ers going to rock their red homes Saturday? Uh, yeah, Sunday yeah, yeah. Dallas, Dallas always wears white at home except for Thanksgiving they wear blue. And if they do the Thursday night games, they'll do the color rush. But other than that, yeah. and it's the playoffs. It's Actually, it's a whiteout. Uh, they're telling all the fans that are coming to wear all white and do a whiteout in the crowd. So, But San Francisco travels well when they come to Dallas. I'm hoping that... Because it's the playoffs, people won't sell their tickets, but 
San Francisco the, does uh, travel well. The, the crazy part is, like, I always thought it was funny how that tradition started because, what, the Cowboys were cold when they wore their Navy home jerseys and they were winning with the Whites, right? Is that, that, that's the old story. No, the, exactly. um, the, owner, the owner back in the day, he wanted – the fans to see all the other teams come in and they're instead of watching all yeah. the other teams come in and their white jerseys and the Cowboys playing blue, he wanted the crowd to see all the other teams like uh, home jerseys at on the road. So I, they kind of just stuck funny. with it. I do think it's funny how some of the the uh, NFC East teams fuck with you guys. And yeah, wear white at home to yep. force the Cowboys to wear their blue. I like the blue. I, think- I fucking like the blue. Like I wish they would wear it more. Like yeah. I'm so t- I, yeah. I picture you guys dominating, though, in those clean white Cowboys jerseys. But I'll tell you what, man. Sunday, that that's the game of the week. And I'm not just saying that shit because it's our teams. But look at the other games. Bengals, Raiders, I think that has the potential to be a great game. Oh, yeah. Bills yeah. and New England, Saturday night, that's going to be in really bad weather, which makes me think, is that going to be exciting because of that? Or is that going to be like a boring, like, 14-10, 13-6, like, shitty, boring, like, Josh Allen, you know, wins it by a field goal because he's just they're just I think Buffalo's just a little bit better at this stage. I I mean we're one of the things on the docket is to pick all the games for this okay, weekend. So so we'll do that, but I think New England might beat them. Um as far as the game this week, it's at three thirty. It's on Sunday. If this is not like the way that Dallas ended up getting San Francisco just was such a crazy way for everything to fall into place. If this doesn't have like the ghost of John Madden written all over it because that's who used to call all these games. All and those important NFC games. John Madden, Pat Summerall. Yeah, bring back memories, man. Boom. Yeah, this is a John Madden special right here. So I'm excited for it. Let's let's fucking get into it. Let's talk. Uh, what are your keys to victory for San Francisco? Keys to victory? Not falling behind. But then again, see, there's such obvious ones now. I feel like uh, keys to the game and some graphics going to pop up because they do that shit every game. Oh, so you, wait. Don't fall behind. So I don't no. need to hit this button that I got right no. here? That, <laughs> no, you're, you're good. All right. Keys to the game. <laughs> yeah, don't fall behind. Obvious. But, you know, also the 49ers don't let up either because I don't know what your team's uh, reputation has been this year. But the 49ers, there have been games where they take their foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. Right, like the 49ers have come, they've come back and won some games on the comeback. But when the 49ers get out ahead, they have a tendency to get a little complacent and like just try to like get the game over with. And they don't play aggressive anymore. And it happened a few times this year. I'm hoping that, like, you know what could happen? The 49ers could be beating the Cowboys, let's say, 17-10 in the third quarter, and it's like, all right, feels good. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the game reeks of Cowboys 24-17 win because the 49ers will take their foot off the gas. Garoppolo will make a mistake. And by the way, that's the other key to the game. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. He's not bad at all. He's a good quarterback. It's just he can't, he can't turn the ball over. There can't be any, like, Micah Parsons hitting his hand, fumble, recovery. You know, like there can't be any of that nonsense. That's yeah. the key for you. Turnovers, Jimmy G. So you, you just brought up Micah Parsons. Uh, if I'm Jimmy G, I'm looking for Micah Parsons every play. If I'm Dak Prescott, who am I looking for on San Francisco's defense? Fred Warner. You're looking where – oh, Nick Bosa. You're looking where Nick Bosa's lining up. But mm-hmm. Fred Warner is deceptive. Fred Warner could be anywhere on the field. He's one of those underrated players. And the 49ers, their secondary got healthy all of a sudden. I don't know what that means because 
I haven't seen these guys a lot. There's there's a lot of guys coming back to the 49ers this week that have been out for a while, which, you know, the most important uh, player coming back for the 49ers this week is Trent Williams' offensive tackle. But on the defensive side of things, 49ers got some key guys back, but I don't know how key they are because they've been hurt for a while, right? Yeah. It's hard to tell. I feel uh, that same thing with Dallas. They've had big injuries on a lot of their big players throughout the early part of the season. And some kind of way, man, it just it worked out to where everybody started coming back with four or five games left. Now, we had COVID run through the team last weekend. Hopefully, like Parsons had COVID, hopefully it's not going to affect them too bad. Amari Cooper hadn't looked as hadn't looked the same all the last five or six games since he came back with COVID. Um, it's Amari a f- Cooper was uh, he was at a Dallas Mavericks game and uh, no mask. If, yeah, if he had not had COVID already, the NFL, that could have been a fucking issue for you guys. Oh, he's got a, he, oh, it's an issue for his wallet. He got fined $14,000 for it. Um, hold on. I got I to gotta look at this just for the yeah. second. Hold on. Let me look at the Cowboys' schedule this year because I think one of the key things for you. Yeah, you know what? I mean, other than that, other you know what? You lost to the Cardinals. In a close game, I think I think you're a better team than the Cardinals. Like, if oh you guys yeah, the Cardinals I would. Weekend, I, yeah, I was I, hoping I, they I were going to play the Cardinals. Yeah, I don't sweat the Cardinals, um, but you guys have been putting up points, and you know, I I, I just wonder. That's a, that's a, that's my other concern as a 49ers fan. Like, yo, if the Cowboys put up 35 plus points, I don't know if the 49ers could put up 35 plus points. So, as a Cowboys fan, like you are, I would hope that you guys jump out because yeah. I don't think the 49ers are winning a game 42-35. They score, but they're not going to score fucking 40 points. My my key to the game would be, as far as offense goes for Dallas, they are so good in a no huddle. Like, if it's first quarter and they just come out, they get the ball the first time, and they start running no huddle and let Dak just call whatever he wants, they're so good when they do it, but they pick and choose when they do it. But when they put up points, it's because they're just in attack mode the whole game. Like, they got too many weapons for everybody to be able to stop. They've been shut down so many times this season, and it's like, how the hell can you get shut down? Like, you got CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott. You got two good tight ends. You got a good quarterback. How exactly are you getting shut down? And then they go no huddle, and they go right down the field and score. But then they come back, and they slow it down again. In order for them to win, they need to come out and jump on San Francisco. I want Jimmy G throwing the ball as much as possible. He can well, be as handsome as he wants to be, but I want him Camino, throwing the ball as Camino much as possible. brought up a, a good point on Fox Sports Radio last week. The 49ers-Cowboys matchup, they really do. He kept saying the term, they got the sexiest names. And they do because both of these teams have fun players to watch. Like, mm-hmm. you look at something like, honestly, name a matchup where there's more fun marquee offensive players and defensive players, right? Like Micah Parsons, Nick Bosa. Uh Receiver, as far as receivers, Ayuk, Debo Samuel, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, George Kittle, what Dak could do. Everyone's eyes are on Jimmy G just because it's like, yo, is he going to deliver or is he going to make a big mistake? Like, there's a lot of fun, you know, Zeke, uh, Elijah Mitchell, you know, a rookie playing out of his mind, six-round draft pick. So, I think there's a lot of fun guys to watch in this game. I I hope it is a high-scoring game, but I said I hope it's not too high-scoring because I don't know if we could keep up with your, your scoring. I hope it's high score in one way. <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah, but I just, I worry that, you know, in Dallas Cowboys teams in the past, they've played quarterbacks where I've been like, eh, I'm not afraid of them. And then they come out and they throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns. 
But I don't know. This team this team feels different to me. Like Dallas's defense this year has surprised the hell out of me. And there it's actually been the defense that's carried them to a lot of wins instead of the offense, which is what you would think. So I don't know. I'm remember, just remember, remember I said this because when you're watching the game on Sunday, there's a couple other key quote factors to the game. The 49ers for for a, a chunk of those games. Remember when the 49ers got hot for a minute and they were like five and five and one or six and two over like a stretch of the, the second half of the year. Ball control. <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, ball control <laughs> and just running the ball and and eating clock. Like there are t- if the 49ers come out. And you could tell right away that these little sweep runs by Debo Samuel or the little reverses, if the Niners are moving the ball, you might be in trouble. Like, if you yeah. stop them, if, if it's a three and out right away, you're, you're going to feel so good as a Cowboys fan. But if on the first drive or second drive of the game, the Niners are just running the ball at will, like five yards, eight yards, six yards, first down, five yards, eight yards, first down, like, it's it might be a long day for the Cowboys. Yeah, and Dallas is really – they're not really good against like misdirection and sweeps outside and the motion before the ball. Like they get confused really easy for some reason. Eventually they adjust to it. But like you said, if they come out and they're converting on third down at first drive, it might be a long day, but we'll see what happens. Let's, uh, let's pick these games. I got to do 80 proof at nine o'clock. And I know Jay's fucking blowing me up right now. Like (laughs) hurry up and get off of there. Um, shit. All right. Well, let me ask you one last, one last question. Go ahead. Jimmy, Jimmy G. I'm trying not to be glamored by his good looks, um, but he plays good. You know, he might not be the guy that wins you a Super Bowl. If Jimmy G, let's say they win, and let's say they even shock someone and make it to, like, the championship. or so, do, Is there any chance on earth the 49ers do anything with Jimmy G, or is this really his last dance? Like, are they, do you think the 49ers are 100% committed to Trey Lance in 2022-2023? What has Trey Lance done this year? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. his moments have been, like, Okay, it's good. It's but it's not like he's looking. It's not like he goes in the game. And it's like, man, we got we got to rush this kid. Let's get him in there. So, I just wonder if if a composed Jimmy G is winning. I just wonder if the 49ers are too quick to want to just be like, all right, later, Jimmy G, and on to Trey. Like, what if Trey doesn't work out and they just fucking blew it? I'm not the biggest Jimmy G fan. I don't really know a lot about. I know he's. He's good enough to drive the – I mean, he got you to the Super Bowl, right, yeah. with a and, good and defense he, and yeah, a good running winning, game. He was winning by 10 in the fourth quarter. And if, yeah. and if Patrick Mahomes doesn't throw ridiculous passes to uh, Tyreek Hill, the 49ers win a Super Bowl. And right? that, changes so. the, that changes the whole narrative, right? Like he's yep. a Super Bowl winning quarterback if they hold on to it. If they go deep in the playoffs now, I think San Francisco will have a lot to, to think about. They got a good defense. They got a good running game. They got good wide receivers. Would you rather go with a guy that learned under Tom Brady – that's kind of cool under pressure. He won't win the game for you, but he won't lose the game for you. He's yeah. just kind of even kill with it. Or would you rather go with the unknown? Like that's. And if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I'm. I don't know. Like unless I'm in practice and I see Trey Lance like lighting it up, I don't know if I want to put my career on the line with an unknown like that. When I got a guy that's like, you know, he's just middle of the not not disrespectfully right, but like middle of the road. Um, exactly. Nobody's scared of him, but yet nobody, you know, like I said, he won't lose the game for you, but he probably won't win it either. So I, it depends on how the team's built. He wouldn't work like that in Dallas. Like he'd have to, he'd have to throw the ball for a lot of yards in Dallas. So I don't exactly. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. where it wouldn't work. But in San Francisco, he Jimmy G might work in this system. All right, let's get yeah. to the game. So you could let's get to the games. Here we go. Las Vegas and Cincinnati. The Vegas Raiders played with a lot of emotion last week. 
Derek Carr, these guys, I like them a lot, right? I think they're a fun team, and I and they've been through so much with fucking their coach and rugs and, you know, all the drama and sadness and shit that went on this year. I unfortunately think that they, they drew a bad card in the first <laughs> round because I, I fucking think Cincinnati might make it to the Super Bowl. I think Cincinnati, yo, Jamar Chase is the real deal. Him and Burrow could be a combo for years. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to bet it where they cover the six-and-a-half-point spread. It might be close, but I'd be surprised if the Bengals don't move forward. I don't think it's going to be close. Oh, I, okay. I think Cincinnati's going to beat the dog shit out of the Raiders. Like, <laughs> I, Joe Burrow and Chase are so good together, and then you got good running backs. Um, Cincinnati's going to be hype. The whole city's going to be. The last time they had a playoff game, they didn't even sell out because they had Andy Dalton as the quarterback. Um, I think this city – the whole state is like ready for this, and I just Joe Burrow's a he's a big game dude, man. And I, him and Jamar, I, I don't think it's gonna be close. I think as it's at least goes as the meme goes. Uh, Joe Burrow is who everyone thought Baker Mayfield should have been. And could oh have my been. god, we could do a whole show on how shitty Baker Mayfield is. But, but it's like the, the, the like the swag, the confidence, the leadership, like everything that people thought Baker Mayfield could be, or Joe Burrow is, or Johnny Football, or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Pittsburgh versus Kansas City. This this ought to be quick. <laughs> Yo, I I was watching. Uh, what is it? His name Nick Wright on Nick Wright on Fox Sports was saying that he thinks that Kansas City Kansas City Kansas City <laughs> Kansas, Kansas City. <laughs> My mom's gonna Kansas hate City that. Should rest some of their players halfway through the game. He thinks it's gonna be so lopsided that Andy Reid to avoid injuries like at halftime should assess whether or not these guys should even play. I think the big what do you think the Big Ben thing is just one big mind trick like the whole like hey we're underdogs we probably don't even stand the chance like is that like mind games? Nah, Big Ben's washed. You think, um, he, you think he really feels like we're that big of an underdog? Big, he's just fucking around. Big Ben's washed. He knows he's washed. He knows it. Everybody else knows it. Like you've seen the memes and the gifts. Like he's washed. Mike uh, Tomlin went to sleep thinking, uh, hoping there was a tie. <laughs> the fact that the fact that they got into the playoffs the way they did is just it's awful. Um, I got Kansas City, and it may not be a blowout blowout, but it's going to be comfortable. Uh, Pittsburgh yeah, will put up a fight at the beginning, but it's going to be comfortable. Yeah, if they keep it under two touchdowns, I'd, honestly, I'd be impressed. Yep. Uh, this, is a, this is a game that I've been struggling with all day thinking about it. Philadelphia versus Tampa. I think Tampa wins. I, I sort of like Philly with the points if you want to be a gambling guy. Eight and a half, like – Maybe do a teaser and take Philly getting a couple touchdowns or something. I don't know. I don't even like the game. I don't want to touch it, but I think Tampa wins. But if you're talking about gambling, I don't know if they win by eight and a half. If Tampa's, Tampa's not looking so hot, but then again, mm-hmm. it's the playoffs and Tom Brady. So to bet against Brady in the playoffs yeah. and you lose, you'd, you'd feel like a fool. Like You'd be like, what the fuck did I just do? That What you just said at the end is the only reason I'm not picking Philadelphia. But I think if Philadelphia won this game, and I hate the fucking Eagles, uh, Mr. Chaos in the chat knows that him and his wife are in the chat now. They're Eagles yeah. fans. Can't stand them. Um, but they got such a good running game. Uh, the quarterback's really good. He's he hadn't reached his potential yet, but I don't think he's ready for Tom Brady. But I don't know, man. I just I feel like Philly might upset him, but I I wouldn't bet on it. So I'm gonna Yo, pick Tampa. If they do, I'm cool with that. I just, if, they, if, they, if they beat it, fucking get them out of there. Get and yeah. You probably feel the same way. Anytime your team is in the playoffs and someone else knocks out a top player, mm-hmm. a top team, yeah, fucking great, do it. Because I, I feel that way right now. I'm like, yo, if someone wants to beat Green Bay or Tampa or anyone, fucking do it. Um, and by the way, Tom Brady, 
if they put up a 30 spot and won like 30 to 14, you wouldn't be surprised. That's why you don't bet a game like that. Yeah. Know, too much, at least. No, you can't bet against Brady in the play. Not against an unproven quarterback like like Philadelphia, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe in the next round. Yeah. Hopefully, and, and especially hopefully against, against Dallas. Tampa, not, not that Tampa's a big home field advantage, but no. they are one of the few teams that are good at home. And right. They haven't lost at home, so. Um. Next game, New England versus Buffalo for the third time this season. Last game they played, New England threw the ball three times and won. It's going to yeah. be the same kind of weather. I, I, I like Buffalo, man. I, I mean, I know Belichick is a genius. And listen, there's two teams in the National Football League that all year long I haven't believed in and people believe in them. And it's the Arizona Cardinals and the New England Patriots. I think they're good, but when people talked about, like, maybe it'll be Brady versus Belichick in the Super Bowl, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. If you think New England's better than Kansas City, Tennessee, Cincinnati, get out of here. So yeah. I, I think – and Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen steps it up. We forget. This guy's a this guy's a top-caliber player. They were, in the, they were in the AFC Championship game last year. I, they win. I think Buffalo wins actually easily, I think, by double digits. Everything you just said about New England is how I feel about Buffalo. I think they're overrated. I don't think they're as good as everybody thinks they are. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen was supposed to come in and be MVP this season, and he hasn't played nearly as well as everybody thought he would. Um, I I don't know what it is. When I watch Buffalo, I just I don't see the it factor that they should have in order to get over the hump. Belichick is so good. The Patriots' defense is so good. Um, Mac Jones, eh? He ain't the best. He ain't the worst, but. I don't know. I just this is this would be so Belichick <laughs> to yeah. come in and just knock off Buffalo and just remind them that you know New England's still their daddy, whether they won the the division title or not. I'm I'm picking New England for this one. Yeah, I hate Rucker, to do it too. Rucker of all the games, would you at least agree that for a Saturday night in January when everyone's home because it's fucking cold out? Like, what a weak game for Saturday night. Like, I think yeah. of all the games. Yeah. Like, like I was thinking about like, oh, maybe I'll have a couple people over to watch a game. I'm like, first of all, out here it's like six o'clock because it's west coast so i'm like for what buffalo new england like who wants to come over and watch like that's not the game you have friends over for that's not yeah. like the fucking great game so that, that's an awful saturday night game i'd have rather i mean i get why arizona and la is monday night because they're west coast and you know it's easier for everybody but i think i'd much rather have that game on a saturday night than buffalo new england uh speaking of that game let's do that one uh arizona la again another third time of the year matchup well as you know, what is it? Uh, Arizona won the first matchup. Rams won the second one. They split, much like Buffalo and, and New England. Um, you see Matthew Stafford's wife came out urging Los Angeles people to don't sell your tickets to Cardinals fans. Go to the game. Support the Rams. Because, as you can tell, the 49ers, the fans dominated so far last week. That was yeah. an important game. More 49ers fans than Rams fans. Mm-hmm. Every Chargers game out here, Chris, more visiting fans than Chargers fans. So, I think Arizona fans will show up, but I just think that, especially coming off a loss to the Niners, they're just a better team than Arizona. I haven't believed in Arizona all year. I think the Rams win and move on. So I think I think Rams, Tampa, San Fran, I, and I, I think uh, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City. We're similar. We just have like two different, I think. I think um, until Matthew Stafford wins in the playoffs, I got to see it. I Cooper Cup is probably the most Cooper Cup should win offensive player of the year. Uh Derrick Henry was hurt. Normally I give it to Derrick Henry. By the way, I think Tennessee is going to the Super Bowl. 
for that's my Super Bowl pick. I think Tennessee's going out of the AFC. Tell, Derek, you, tell your boy Drew. Tell your boy Drew Mac that he he says I give them no respect. <laughs> <laughs> Derrick Henry would win Offensive Player of the Year, but since he got hurt, I think Cooper Cup is just like unstoppable. Like, and to have a white wide receiver be as good as he is now, like usually don't. It's kind of like Jason Jason Seahorn back in the day, you know, playing cornerback. Like yeah. you don't I'm see it a lot. Because I, I was gonna say, like I was gonna say, it's it's weird. It's like uh, when we were kids, Steve Largent. It's like corny white guy with one little face mask bar on it i was yep, like yep it's uh unless you're a slot receiver for tom brady on a team white receivers usually don't and this guy is just like this. this dude just just dominates like I, if you yeah, if you I, if you play fantasy football put cooper cup that should be your number one pick ppr he's gonna get 10 catches every game and almost 100 yards he hadn't been shut down yet i said all that to say this <laughs> i think arizona's gonna win yeah. <laughs> um they could yeah, I what Cliff Cliff Kingsbury, who is from New Braunfels, Texas, where my wife is from. Cliff Kingsbury said that he expects Kyler Murray to have the best game of his whole career, like Monday night, guaranteed. Yeah. So it's like, well, let's, I mean, I, let's I, fucking see. I really like Kyler Murray. Um, yeah. I think, I think the sky's the limit for him, and I think at least this game. I don't know about the next one. He'll probably have to go play Aaron Rodgers, but I think this play, game. You think he made the You think he made the right choice uh, playing football instead of baseball? Oh shit, yeah. I, well, I don't know. Uh, you know, he'll he'll be able to walk after he gets done with baseball, and he'll probably yeah, make as, a lot uh, more as, money. Uh, as the fable of the Chinese farmer, maybe, maybe you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing you're going to pick San Francisco for the next game. San Francisco at Dallas, three thirty Eastern, and. Who you got for 4.30 that? 4.30 Eastern. 3.30, you're whack-ass Central time. That's is what it? I keep saying. Yeah, no, no, no. It's 3.30 Eastern, I thought. Oh, you know I what? Wish. I think you're right because I've been yeah. listening I've been listening to all my Cowboys podcasts, and they keep saying 3.30 because they're all in Texas. But, yeah, yeah it know, is yeah, 4.30. It's, it's, you know what? I guess I'm bummed that it's 1.30 because the I have to probably leave mid-fourth quarter to drive to Fox. So, so I'm mad that I was like, fuck, why? Like, I did not. I wanted it to be any game but the Sunday late game. So, yeah. what are you going to do? That's 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 not good. Uh, I got you know, something to say, I got something you know, to do I'm, next Saturday, so I'm hoping if Dallas wins, they don't get put on the Saturday night game. Yeah, I'm hoping you don't have to worry about that at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm thinking. Listen, I, I, if it wasn't your if it wasn't against the 49ers, I really enjoy watching Dallas. I think they're a fun young team. They got great stars. 49ers got a little momentum. They got the team seems to be behind Jimmy G. They believe in him. They're healthy for the first time in a while. Trent Williams is coming back on the offensive line. I think if the 49ers show that they can move the ball out the gate, run game, I think they win in a close game. I don't think anyone blows anyone out in this game. I'd be surprised if someone wins by double digits. I think this is one of those like classic 49er cowboy battles. Yeah. I Like I said when we first started this, the 49ers was a game that I didn't want in the first round. You if, and Michael Irvin. If, <laughs> see? Playmaker. He said that, yeah. If Dallas gets by for the San Francisco, which I think they will, I think they will beat Tampa Bay, and I think they'll end up in the NFC Championship game yeah. more than likely against Green Bay. Um, I think if Dallas can string together four good games on offense, I, there's no team in the NFL that I don't think they can beat. Problem is they've been so inconsistent this year. They could put up 45 against San Francisco and then put up 10 next week against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Listen, and I think if, you, if your team wins – and then let's say you, I think you would be, you would then go to Tampa right. if Tampa wins. So you win that one, and then that would set your team up for the ultimate revenge game versus Green Bay with the Des Bryant no catch catch. Mike so like McCarthy versus Aaron Rodgers. Like, oh, I mean that that. Eh. I mean, listen, t- 
take away my 49ers feelings, that's a pretty sweet storyline right there. Yeah. So. And, I mean, look, the Cowboys get the most ratings out of anybody. You think eventually the NFL will want them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so yeah, give them a if, couple extra calls, yeah, right? If, you know, if the referees decide to help Dallas out a little bit, I'm not going to be mad at it. But I got Dallas beating San Francisco in a, I say, 10 points. Uh, yeah, maybe they get a late field goal or something like that at the end to kind of ice it. It'll be it'll be nerve wracking. Both teams will be in the game till the end, but I see Dallas winning and then going more than likely to Tampa. And Rich man, way, any, anyone that thinks that football is struggling after shit. By the way, after after all the social issue stuff and everyone's like, yeah, you know, there's like a bunch of jerk offs that are like, yeah, I'm st- I'm done with the NFL. Yeah. Okay. Well, no one fucking misses those people because did you see that the NFL? 75 of the 100 most watched things on television in the last year were NFL football games. They had the highest ratings in years. NFL is thriving. So, And this is for uh, Mauser, who hates on the Cowboys being in primetime all the time. Of the top 10 most rated games this year, five of them were Dallas Cowboys games. Of course. So that, that's for you, Mauser. I, I know Mauser's listening. Rich uh, man, what does what 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 Mauser think? He thinks people want to watch the uh, the Jets, the, Dolphins, the fucking <laughs> Dolphins. Every time Dallas is in the prime time, he says something about it. But of course, uh, I appreciate you being on, man. Like I said, I gotta I gotta get to eighty proof. We'll have to we'll have to talk some wrestling on a on a podcast pretty soon. But yeah, for sure, man. Thanks. For um, the people that are listening and the people that are watching, like tell them where they can find Cavino and Rich. Just everything at Covino and Rich has a link to our Patreon, a link to uh, where we do our Twitch show on Fridays. Tomorrow we'll be doing a free Twitch Friday. So uh, at Covino and Rich, all the info's there. So thanks again, man. Yep. And good luck to your Cowboys, brother. Well, I'm not going to wish good luck to San Francisco. Good. But Karma will now bite your fucking ass right that's now. That's fine. Tell <laughs> Karma to suck my – welcome. I mean, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. This has been right, well. Full Press Cowboys. Shout out to Rich Davis for coming on. I'm Rucker. Until next time. Peace. It's the cool of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad because we know your podcast ain't sh- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 